This is the Business English Podcast, episode 57. Want to be prepared for global communication? Learn World Englishes with Robert Pinn. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. Hey, Robert, welcome to All Ears English. Thanks for coming on the show. How are you today? Hi, Lindsay. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me along. I'm really excited to uh, do this first podcast. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show today because you have a really interesting topic to bring our awareness to today. But before we get into that, Robert, where are you from and where are you living now? So I'm originally from just outside London in the UK, but I'm currently based out of Chicago, which is uh, quite a new adventure for me. I've only just been living here for about a month, so I'm still exploring the city. Awesome. So what's your favorite thing about Chicago? I was there about a year ago on my cross-country trip, and I loved it. What do you like about Chicago so far? Right now, as it's coming to summer, I'm really enjoying being by the lake. And it's, it's oh. a hot day in Chicago today, so after this, I'm going to go and explore some of the beaches along the lake, on Lake Michigan. <laughs> yeah, Chicago is awesome. What about deep dish pizza? Have you tried it yet? I have tried one. I have tried one. that's awesome well enjoy the summer in chicago i know the winters are probably a little nasty but the summertime in chicago is gorgeous so i hope you enjoy that that's so cool okay so robert you're here today to well so this is the deal a lot of times when we talk about learning english with our listeners we talk about connecting with native speakers speaking like a native speaking like an american person or like a british person exactly what are we forgetting when we assume that that's the goal I think what we're really forgetting, and it's a really big topic in ESL right now, is actually don't ignore the non-native speakers of English. Am I right? Yes. I mean, I I just really think, when we think about it, most people learning English may never come into contact with a native speaker. So, I don't know. I think about maybe a German meeting a Russian or something in Mexico. They're most likely to uh, speak English, (laughs) none of which is their native language. I love that. And so I'm so glad that we're having on the show to bring attention to this today because we've touched on this very briefly, but I don't think we've ever done a whole episode on just this kind of this value, this, this concept. And it really, it goes along with our slogan, connection, not perfection, guys, because we're not just talking about connecting with Americans or connecting with British. That's a a small population of the whole world. Mm -hmm. We want to be able to connect with anyone, anywhere, anytime. And you're right, Robert. The reality is a lot of us will never meet a native speaker. Exactly. exactly. That's the fact. Yeah. 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 And I really like your slogan. When I saw that, I thought it really links in really well with my topic. So I'm glad we have that. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So then this is a great idea, right? It sounds great. It sounds smart. It sounds from a business perspective, it sounds very smart as well. Expanding our English beyond just connecting with natives to just learning different Englishes, as Mm -hmm. you say, we're using that in the plural, which might be Mm -hmm. new for our listeners. Mm -hmm. Well, how can we do it? Like, where do we start? Can you give us three tips that we can implement today to get on the right track here? Yeah, of course. And I love how you mentioned that some people might not be familiar with this Englishes, but I think it is hopefully should become an official term soon, this sort of global English, um, because there is definitely more than one. (laughs) Um, But in terms of tips, I mean, I think if we start with native speakers. I know we spoke about non-native speakers, but it's good to expose yourself to a range of Englishes with native speakers and not just this really old-fashioned 
is it American? Is it British? Because, you know,、mm. British American, they were actually minority speakers. If you think about it in this whole global world, you got、yeah. a whole range of resources out there from across the globe. So don't always just go to the BBC or to the New York Times. Find、right. a resource this week from New Zealand. Next week, find one from a native speaker in Singapore or the next week, South、it. Africa. So sort of break it down each、yes. week, a different English speaking country. And I love it, that. It's not difficult to find <laughs> news, New Zealand、okay. or podcasts as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, your first tip is just to expose ourselves to kind of that range, right? Not just native speakers, but different accents, different、exactly. Englishes. Yeah, yeah,、okay. exactly. And I've always、Podcast. thought that was、uh, important in my lessons.、Um, yeah. I mean, an example I had when I first started out in ESL,、uh, I was working as an English language assistant in Austria, and my students always wanted a lesson based on the monarchy, the royal family. So,、mm. I looked at a recent trip of William and Kate going to Australia, and instead of using the BBC, which would have been so easy, we used the Australian broadcaster to watch the news clip about their trip. So, two languages on a very British topic,、uh, two varieties of English, rather, Australian and British.、That. So, even、okay. the most British topics, we don't have to just use. British English. <laughs> so cool. So cool. And this is going to open up such a world of information to us, right? We don't want to just think in this narrow way. I mean, and guys, you're going to need to challenge your teachers on this too, because I mean, admittedly, right? If we are from the States, we're from England, we may get in our own world, right?、Mm-hmm. If we read the New York Times ourselves, we're、mm-hmm. likely to suggest that to our listeners. If we listen to an American、exactly. podcast, we'll suggest <laughs> that. But you guys want to push back on your teachers and say, well, do you have any resources out of Singapore? Do you have any resources from Australia? Do you have any resources from India, even? Exactly,、right? exactly. Yeah, great. Yeah, very cool. Okay, what would be your second tip then, Robert? So, my second tip is going back to not excluding non native speakers. I mean, some of the best ESL teachers I've met have been non native speakers as well.、Right. Um, you've got some extraordinary you know, global communicators out there. So, website I really recommend we have the British Council who produce a podcast called Big City Small World and they offer listeners exposure to non-native speakers so there's a friend from China a friend from Poland and some regional UK accents and they、mm. come together every week and have a situation in this city and there's some really great comprehension activities as well so students can test they've understood these different Englishes <laughs> Yeah. And I would imagine to go along with the different Englishes themselves, the language, the, the, the actual spoken words, we're also learning different kind of nonverbal communication styles, right? Exactly. Because- yeah. Yeah. It goes beyond <laughs> that as well, of course. <laughs> yeah. Different cultural values. So it opens up. All these other new things that we can have a chance to learn. And I don't, in my mind, it comes back to business success, right? Many of us, again, Yeah, we're learning English and we're probably doing business in a country where maybe they're not native speakers, but people are using English as the common language. Exactly. So we need to be ready for the cultural differences too, right? Exactly. Cultural awareness is a big part of、uh, learning English. Learning English is. <laughs> oh, yeah. So do you have any resources you can point our listeners to for tip number two? Sorry, my phone just、uh, rang.、Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you have any resources for our listeners for set your Yeah. So、tip? as I said, go to the British Council website, type in big city, small world. It's a podcast、okay. which is on series two now, and they have this group of friends from around the world, like meeting in London, from China, from Poland, from across the UK. They have different situations in their life, and as I said, there's some really great comprehension activities there so students can、uh, practice and make sure they've understood everything. Test their,、okay, so、test their Englishes. Called- Big city, small world. <laughs> yeah. So it's big city, small world. I love that. Check that out, guys. Awesome. Okay, Robert. So, how about tip number three? What else can we do today to get on the right track here? Tip number three, I think, is important is to be proud of your English. 
I, mm. There's so many times where students have come to me and I, first lesson, what do you want to achieve? I want to speak with a British accent. I'm sure you've had it with students. I want oh, an American yeah. accent. And I oh, think yeah. we need to sort of shift the focus yeah. of what success is in English nowadays. So moving away from, mm. oh, success, fluency is speaking with a British accent. I mm. think it's more about striving for strong communication skills, clear pronunciation. I mean, English yeah. doesn't belong to the English anymore. It's a global language. It belongs to everyone. So be proud yeah. of your English. You have an English accent. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've noticed for students, there's often a sense of shame when their own accent comes out, right? Know, their right? own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How can we get over that? I mean, beyond just kind of telling ourselves that we should be proud, is there anything practically speaking that we can do? It's kind of more of an attitude. So it's tough. Yeah. But how do we get over that sense of shame around sounding like we're from Brazil, for example, if that's what we're experiencing? Um, I think that you say, yeah, it's just a change in attitude, which can be really difficult because you hear American films and think, I want to sound like that. My English isn't perfect. But I mean, if we just um, change the way we think and think, okay, I'm a really strong communicator. I can, I'm able to have a conversation and convey everything I mean. People, Mm -hmm. people understand me. I'm successful Mm -hmm. in English because I'm getting my point across. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I think traveling too, right? Traveling yeah. a lot and not just ex- not just seeing English on TV, which maybe a lot of times that would be like sitcoms from the US or British sitcoms. Instead, traveling to a country where, you know, traveling to somewhere in South America where people are using English as mm-hmm. the core language, but people are from other countries and we and then stacking up those successes yeah. of communication moments, right? Yeah, exactly. So when you travel abroad and you meet a friend who and you're speaking English together, none of you as a native speaker and you're having you're building relationships you're having successful communication i think that can help you feel okay i'm good at english i'm strong at english and i don't have a british accent i don't have an american accent yeah but the point is you connected right i mean that's what it comes back to you maybe you shared a nice dinner a glass of wine with Mm -hmm. people you you had a good time you had some laughs right and you connected you built a real relationship who really cares if you sounded like an American? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or you sounded like a British person. Love that. Well, this is so good, Robert. I'm so glad that you are here today bringing this to our awareness. I think the first thing that we're doing today is just becoming aware. Mm-hmm. And then we can start to search out those resources and take those actions. Is there any kind of overarching tip today? I mean, tell me about what you do with your students to help them build their Englishes, Robert. Exactly. So I always try and give a global aspect to my lessons and use authentic materials I think really help as well using authentic materials so newscasts um, and bringing those into the classroom so one week we might talk about a recent referendum in New Zealand about the flag which has been really popular looking at New Zealand media and then the next week we could talk about issues in Singapore or in the United States so I think it's giving a different global focus to each lesson and making sure we cover a range of as I said Englishes. So good. So good. So by the time your students get out of your lessons, they're prepared Mm -hmm. for, again, for global business, right? Global Global conversations, not just a meeting in one country or in one city in one country. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Because I don't don't think it's going to help if I just speak about the UK all the time. I could do because I'm quite passionate about the UK, but it's not going to help my students. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know that. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. So good. So guys, if this looks like it would be a good match for you, Robert, I'm assuming you have a little space in your schedule this summer to, to fit in some All Ears English students. I do, of course. I just moved over to teaching full time on um, Italki, so I've got lots of Excellent. slots. Excellent. Okay, good. Robert, where do they go to find you? 
So come on to the italki profile, um, the platform, and find me at www.italki, so I-T-A-L-K-I dot com forward slash teacher forward slash 3628677. And my profile is Robert and on YouTube, English Teacher Robert. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Robert, for getting us in touch with this important concept. It's becoming more and more common, and we need to be talking about it, it you know, really as is. teachers, of yeah, English, yeah. as a community of learners. Yeah. It's, yeah. such, it's such a huge topic right now in the ESL world, and it's really, really interesting one. Love it. Love it. All right, Robert, thanks for coming on the show, and we hope to have you on again another time. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I'd love that. Take care. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.